Today's reading is taken from Galatians chapter 2, verses 11 to 21. This can be found on page 824 of the Church Bibles. When Peter came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he was clearly in the wrong. Before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy so that their hypocrisy, even Barnabas, was led astray. When I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter in front of them all, You are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law. Because by observing the law, no one will be justified. If, while we seek to be justified in Christ, it becomes evident that we ourselves are sinners, does that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. If I rebuild what I destroyed, I prove that I am a lawbreaker. For through the law, I died to the law, so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. This is the word of the Lord. Well, thank you, Rebecca. So from the letter, then, we learn that the truth Uh, that we hear that Peter has forgotten is actually the truth of the gospel. The truth about how we can be friends with God. And in verses 14 to 16, Paul says that Peter is not being true to the gospel. That we are not saved by keeping the law, but by faith in God. So Peter has forgotten the truth of the gospel. Now, I don't know about you, but there are lots of words in this letter that we just read that I don't understand. So I thought, to help us all out understand better, I would, Im- I would invite Professor Wordsworth along to explain some of these words this morning. So let's give her a clap. Let's give <laughs> Professor Wordsworth a clap. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's lovely to see you this morning. And I'm here to help us understand some of these very hard words in the letter. Okay, so are there 10 volunteers who would like to come out and help to hold up the words for me, please? Wonderful. So here we have 10 difficult words from our letter this morning. So firstly, if you could please hold your word nice and high. We have Jew. Now, a Jew was a person from Israel, part of God's chosen people who lived by following the law. So, where is a Jew from? 
Israel, very good. Next one, Gentile. Hold nice and high, please. Thank you. So, it's not an aisle that is full of gentlemen. It is, in fact, someone who is not from Israel. Okay, next one. Hold it up nice and high. Jesus Christ. This is the name of our king, the most important person, king of the universe, God's son. Can you all say his name? Okay. And the next one here is a short word. Now this is law. Can you all say that? Law. Okay. Now the law is the first five books of the Bible. And they tell us how to live God's way. So the law is the first how many? Five books of the Bible. Very good. Okay, so the next one. Can you all read this one for me? This one? Faith. Very good. Okay, so faith is trusting and believing in God even though we can't see him. Okay, so it's trusting and relying in God's promises in the Bible. Okay, next one. Nice and high. Can you read this one for me? Gospel. Very good. The gospel is God's good news. What is the gospel? I can't really hear you. I like to know that my students are listening and awake. What is the gospel? Thank you. Very good. Okay, now the next one. Could you hold that one up nice and high for us, please? Thank you. Is sin. Okay. Now, sin is saying no to God and living our own way. Now, a handy way to remember it is... Shove off, God. I'm in charge. No to your rule. Okay? So sin is disobeying God. Okay. Now the next one. This is quite a difficult one. Justified. Can you all say that? Okay. So justified means that you are no longer guilty, but you are innocent. Okay? So, you can remember like this. It's just as if I'd not sinned. Okay? So, you are no longer guilty, but innocent. Okay. Next one. Nice and high. Thank you. Now, this is righteous. Can you say that? Very good. Okay. Now, righteous is being right with God. Okay? Being right with God so that we can be friends with him. Okay. And the very last one. Can you all say this nice and loudly for me, please? Are you falling asleep again? Um, what is it? Okay, thank you very much. Okay, so grace is when God gives us what we don't deserve. 
So when God gives us what we don't deserve, very good, a free gift that we can't pay back. So, I hope that helps you to understand some of those difficult words in that letter that was read to us. But, because I am Professor Wordsworth, I would like to make sure that you understand. And so, I have my sidekick here, Diagram Dan. So, please give him a very, very loud clap. Okay. Are you ready, Diagram Dan? Okay, so I am going to explain the gospel, that is God's good news, which Peter has forgotten. And as I do so, Diagram Dan here, let's give him another clap. Thank you. He is going to draw a diagram of course, to help us to understand. Now, word holders, do you think if you hear me say your word, you can lift it up nice and high? Do you think? Yes? Great. So if I were to say gospel, then Pearl would raise her word nice and high into the sky. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Let's go. Right. The Bible says that we are all sinful. That means the Jews and the Gentiles. And so we have to be separated from God, who is holy and pure. Now, the punishment for sin is death. Now, there is nothing that we can do to make ourselves righteous. That is right with God. Now, some Jews thought that they, if they kept the law and did certain things, then they could be justified. But we are all sinful. We cannot keep the law perfectly. But... The gospel tells us that Jesus Christ died on the cross for Jews and Gentiles to take our punishment so that we could be forgiven. So, if we say sorry to God and have faith in Jesus, then we can be called righteous and we are justified and enjoy being friends with God forever and ever and ever. It is all by God's grace and nothing that we do ourselves. Okay, lovely diagram, Diagram Dan. Thank you very much. Let's give him a round of applause. And let's give all our helpers a round of applause as well. If you could please just leave your uh, words um, or maybe just pass them to me. I do like my words. Thank you very much. And you can make your way back to your seats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so I hope that helped you all understand a little more what Peter has forgotten in our letter. 
Um, you are going to now stand and sing a song whilst I go and eat myself another dictionary. So goodbye and please do stand to sing. Thank you. Um, part three. And if we look at the letter, you can see the letter on the stage there. Um, the letter of Galatians. As we look in verse 11, we see that because Peter has forgotten the truth, it's changing how he is speaking and how he is acting. So Peter is happy eating with his new friends, but when his old friends come along, they want him to eat in a certain way and to wash a certain way. They want him to eat with them instead. They don't like the things that his new friends eat. And that's because his old friends think that to please God, they have to eat a certain way and wash a certain way and follow the law. But they've forgotten that once Jesus came, he changed everything. Now that Jesus has come, they just need to have faith in Jesus. They don't need to eat a certain way or wash a certain way. But Peter is now embarrassed of his new friends because they don't do the things that his old friends do. So he forgets this good news about Jesus, that Jesus has changed everything. And he stops eating with his new friends and he eats with his old friends instead. He forgets the good news of Jesus that is for everyone and he leaves his new friends and eats with his old friends instead of inviting all of his friends to eat together. But how do you think his new friends felt when that happened? They would have been really confused because Peter was a good friend of Jesus, wasn't he? And it would make them think, why has he left them to eat with the Jews instead? Would Jesus leave us to go and eat with the Jews or would he eat with us? Did they need to eat and wash like the Jews to be friends with God? Peter, that's right, no. Peter has been saying that it was all about faith in Jesus. But now he was acting as if they needed to wash and eat in a certain way too. But if that's true, then Paul says there's no point in Jesus dying to rescue us. We need to trust Jesus alone. Do you think it really matters to God how we eat our burger or where we are born or how we wash before a meal? No, Jesus died for us all, and we need to have faith in him. And when we trust Jesus, we don't live for ourselves anymore, but we live for Jesus instead. Do you remember the words in verse 20? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. As Jesus' friends, we are new people. We don't live for ourselves anymore. We live by faith in Jesus, and so we live his way, not our way. 
So as we live for Jesus, we show the truth to other people. But because Peter had forgotten the truth, he stopped living for Jesus. He's living like he did before he knew Jesus had saved him. So his life doesn't show people the truth, but actually confuses everyone instead. Do you remember in the show and tell quiz, you could answer the questions correctly because you already knew about the contestants from how they were acting, what they were saying. If I wear an Arsenal football shirt, but then say I support Liverpool, how do you know what the truth is? Remember, the words of the song shine. God's people need to shine from the inside out so the world can know Jesus. So like the Galatians and Paul and Peter, we need to remember the truth so that we show the truth so that others can know the truth. How do we remember the truth? Well, we need to keep reminding ourselves of the truth by reading the Bible, by reading God's word, and by keeping studying. So maybe that's in Kingdom Kids or Revelation Warriors or in church or in your links group. Okay, then how do we show the truth? Well, we show the truth by living for Jesus. We can know him and how he lived again by reading the Bible. Example, if we know and if we remember that God is love, we can show God's love to other people by how we live. So maybe we'll help our mum with the tidying or we'll help our friend when they fall down. We can share our toys with our friends. We can be friends with that child that everybody else in the class teases. Those are all ways we could show God's love to other people. Now, this can be really hard, but God sent his Holy Spirit to help us, and we can talk to him and ask him for help. Now, people might think we're a bit strange or a bit weird or a bit different living Jesus' way, but we don't need to be afraid of what they think. Because Jesus is way more important than anything anybody else could think of us. He's our king and rescuer. And long after you've forgotten what somebody else thought about you, Jesus will still be your king and rescuer. Here's a true story my friend told me. There was once a clever man who didn't know God, but he knew a lot of things about the world. And he had some Christian friends who he would make fun of when he saw them because he thought he knew better than them. So every time he met them, he would tease them and explain how he was cleverer than them and how they were silly. But his Christian friends never stopped being his friends. In fact, every time they spoke to him, they never got angry or annoyed and they were always patient with him. They were kind and loving. And after a long time, the man became a Christian, not because they were suddenly cleverer than him and not because they'd convinced him with long arguments, but because he saw how they were loving him and he saw that God is loving as well. And because of that, that God loved him and he came to believe in God. So his friends, because they knew the truth and because they lived the truth, 
they showed the truth, even when it was hard to their friends. So others can know the truth of the gospel if we show them. So Jesus died for all the world. So we need to show and tell the gospel to all those around us. It is the most important news for everyone to know. So, boys, girls, mums, dads, ladies, gentlemen, will you remember the truth so that you show the truth by living like Jesus so that others may know the truth? Or will you be forgetful? Let's pray. Dear God, please help us not to forget the truth of the gospel and help us not to be afraid what others will think of us for trusting you and living your way. But help us to trust you and to follow Jesus every day of our life and that we would show the world who you are, so that they would want to know you too. Amen. The Kung family are now going to come up and lead us in our time of prayer.